and we are live. What's going on, everybody? It's your favorite truck driver, ex-truck driver in the whole wide world, Bitcoin Ben, here with a special guest. Litecoin Lisa. Litecoin Lisa, here at the crib. She, um, her and her, her handsome, well-smelling husband, uh, are here for the event here in St. Louis tomorrow at my office. Look for details on www.bitcoinben.io. Uh, it's the last uh, the last event of the uh, the blockchain unmasked tour. We're we're going to end here in St. Louis, and um, at your office. At my office, exactly. And hang on one second. Got to jump over here. Go over here, make sure this is up. There we go. All right, now do this real quick. There we go. Yep, it's up. All right, now move over here. Okay, so today we are going to do a uh, a educating uh, Lisa live, and it's basically going to be. Is Lisa always asks the great question, uh, the great questions, because um, a majority of her questions are the questions that like average Joes would ask, you know, yeah, like, and I'm not hey, trying to pretend like I'm not afraid to say I don't know what you're talking about, or I don't know that history or. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it, it's, well, most people actually don't know the history of the system, all right? And I, as you can see, I have like notes and everything written down. Um, my life is really, it consists of his reading and researching original writings of historical people. And when you do that for long enough, and I've actually been doing that since I was a kid. My grandfather um, was would explain things very well, where it's like, if you actually wanna build a house, you don't ask a person who watched somebody build a house. You ask the person who built the house how they did it or what they did. So always read the original writings of George Washington. Of anybody you're researching, you read the original writings. It's why initially I read and this took six months of reading all of Trump's tweets because what is Twitter? It's like a public opinion billboard, but it's like your diary of your public opinions because most people tweet what they're passionate about at the moment. Well, that's what an actual diary is, is at the end of the day, 
you wrote your most important events of that day. Well, when you read a person's tweets, you learn their mannerisms. You learn their use of language. You learn what words mean to them. Not just what they say, but how they say it. And if you read all of Trump's tweets and you understand that this is the man who's in the White House, like he was all over 9-11, right? There's an interview of him with that guy in New York, that radio host, uh, the Jewish guy. Uh, oh, who, who, am, uh, who am I thinking of? Um, that one Jewish guy in New York. Yeah, he, uh, he's, 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 he's like a, a shock jock. Uh, oh, Howard Stern. Howard Stern. Okay. All right. So Trump, not long after 9-11, he did an, in, an interview with How, Howard Stern. Well, you can't find that online anymore. It's gone, right? And I've searched everywhere, right? In that video, Trump explains that there's no way the Twin Towers fell like that. Now, you have to understand, Trump's a builder. He builds high-rises. He knows how to not only build them, but how to bring a building down. And he's, he's like, no way, impossible, can't happen. That's not how it works. Well, it looks a lot like when they take down all those um, old towers and um, buildings in Vegas. If you look at some of those um, explosions or implosions, it looks very similar. Yeah. No, number one, the, the height of the impact would never weight-wise cause the rest of it to fall. And number one, the airplanes hit one side. That automatically would have shifted the weight where when that, if the top would have fell, it would have fell at Not an right. angle. It wouldn't have fell straight down. Well, I always wondered, you know, if the impact of the plane, the, the force of the plane moving forward, why would the tower not be bent or leaned at all well that at least the top part of it, that's actually explainable because planes are not they're basically the equivalent of having a frame because oh, okay. not a, as much mass as on right okay. the, the, the shell of an airplane is right like an aluminum can. It's really thin. What an airplane relies on is pressurization. 
to push out while the pressure is pushing in or vice versa. Pulling in while the, the pressure is pushing out. It's an act, the internal pressure is regulated. Now, the only, the only thing on a plane that's really heavy, heavy duty is the, um, for argument's sake, we'll call it an I-beam that runs right down the center of it along the floor, right? Then that has like a rib cage. Right. Everything gains its strength off of that, that I-beam. And actually how it's made, right, is th the more it flexes, the stronger it gets. It's almost like an arch. I was going to say like, you know, um, well, on semi-trucks when they don't have a load and they're kind of bent up. Yeah, yep. And Yep. The, the more weight you put on it, the stronger that the arch of the I-beam gets. And that's, we kind of squirreled off in the airplane engineering. Back to applying to Yeah. So Trump knows about all that. Trump hired a private investigator to research um, President Obama's you know, birth certificate. If you remember when Trump, you know, initially launched his campaign, everyone's like, oh, he's a birther. He's a birther. Well, you notice that lasted about that long. They don't want what Trump knows out there. And Trump, as soon as he was elected, shifted. All right. The, there are phases of this we are going through. The initial phase was getting Trump elected. Now, mind you, the, the voting apparatus prior to the 2016 election was corrected in certain areas of the country so that the vote would be honest enough for him to win. For him to win. Okay. Now, 2018 election was the educating of the American First Movement on how the Democrats had in the past corrupted the election. Well, they anticipated 2020. And that's why you you are gonna uh you are gonna hear more about watermarks and blockchains and uh, videos and insiders because 
remember the good guys. Well, uh, let's put it this way. The uh, To become a volunteer at an election site is very easy, especially if you're a CIA agent. So the idea that there weren't undercover CIA in certain areas working the polls. The structures were known. The watermarks were on. The blockchain was in place. The blockchain was operational. That's, um, they announced it without announcing it. Whenever, um, whenever they announced that, that Russia, China, and all that were not hacking, and they were lifetime monitoring it. Well, what they were monitoring and the was, Department of Homeland Security was monitoring yes, it? Okay. Yes. What they were monitoring was the transactions on the blockchain. Mm -hmm. All right. You can real-time monitor the blockchain. And the watermark, think of the watermark as the QR code on a cryptocurrency wallet, right? That gives your public address. Well, if you want to validate which ones are accurate, what if you wanted to, what if you knew, what if you were the Democrat party and you knew that the watermarks were there? but you didn't know about the blockchain. So you put watermarks on all of them. Right, but some of them would have the same public address if they just, oh, made, okay. copies. If they just made copies. Even if they changed it, if they weren't the, the, the watermarks that were registered on the blockchain, if anything outside of that, even if they were- The blockchain wouldn't validate right. it. Yeah, so- this, this is all, all right, this is uh, Corn Crypto says, why isn't the blockchain and watermark information being released? It is actually right now. Uh, just Google uh, 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 voting documents watermark 2020. And you'll actually get the uh, the announcement. It's uh, it's it's there. All right now, the key is that that you have to understand the Great Awakening is the re-education of America and the world. 
right? The plan, the plan is larger than people realize. The plan is multifaceted and multi-purposed. Q hands out homework. That's what he does. Hands out homework. All right. And that started early because you needed to get a foundation, a historical reference for future validation. So, and with military and, and, uh, for military operations and, uh, and national security operations, you always plan backwards from your, your goal, your event, you plan it backwards. So, that as you execute your plan, uh, in the world, it's, or on the farm, it's known as executing your ladder because you go each rung of your ladder is what like Q, would call an action, um, an, uh, an action, um, an action, action, like benchmark, like like watch this run, pay attention to this run or this message. And then when it happens, it's a confirmation. Yes. That people can see that. Yes, and that's why that's why. It's, it's laid out the way it is, where the, the posts are numbered, because it the Q posts are the history book of the event of this revolution of the awakening of the awakening, right? And yes, the farm is the CIE, CIA training centers. There's not just one. There's the headquarters is in Virginia, but there are training facilities all all over America and really all over the world. And so... And I, I do want to say this, not all of the CIA is, is actually bad. Um, the leadership and the operations are bad, right? The CIA is so much larger than people realize. The CIA is, has its own fucking bank. The CIA has its own supply line. The CIA has its own uh, 
uh, human like resource. State or like its own country? Uh, no, it's like its own corporation. corporation. Okay. All right. So they have HR. They have. Oh, I can't imagine an HR visit. Well, well, HR. There's two HRs in the CIA. There's the average HR, which is they handle like sexual harassment complaints or whatever. The the wallpaper part of CIA, right? The wallpaper is what the average people in the CIA see. Then there's the other CIA. The other CIA is the black operations. That is the, the operations that have their own supply line. They have their own bank, which is partnered with the global banking system. That is what is actually being released uh, and has been actually being released uh, lately is, is how J.P. Morgan was caught in money laundering. Well, which ended up being like not a big news story. They got slapped on the hand. They made trillions of dollars and paid billions of dollars. Right. But then they just kept going. Well, that in itself was an operation. Right. Because this is how they funnel money to CIA black operations while Trump is in power. Because, all right, President Obama, and some of you might remember this, wrote an executive order and put it into areas of the government that could not be removed with another executive order, right? That whenever a financial institution is actually fined for a crime or something like that, they have a choice of either actually paying the fine to the Treasury Department or they actually donate donate that money to a non-governmental organization as as their penalty. So if the deep state's running out of money, then all they do is trigger a funding operation, which is extremely simple. The Department of Justice, the deep state Department of Justice communicates with the SEC or whatever, and they point out, oh, uh, J.P. Morgan was laundering money here. Exactly. They know the criminality. It's the created criminality that where no one gets prosecuted, but they can find them. So then, uh, so then the Department of Justice 
just goes, okay, go in there and find out like what happened and work out a deal. So here comes the inspectors. <laughs> okay, you guys broke the law. We're going to charge you. Now, this last one, if you remember, it was record-breaking how much they fined them. The reason it was record-breaking was because of the amount of money the deep state needed for these operations in, in Iran and Afghanistan. North Korea, not so much anymore since their mountain collapsed. Uh, yeah, Google that. Um, the CIA ran North Korea out of an actual mountain. Well, the mountain was destroyed and they chalked it up to um, Global warming. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> to mountain weakness or something like some stupid excuse. Like all of a sudden the mountain's like, ah, hell with it. I'm going to collapse it on myself. Mountains don't do that. All right. So you have to understand that, that the whole system of corruption that we live in, because we do live in a whole system of corruption. Some of the jobs we go to, like my neighbor right back here works for, um, oh, what's the name of him? Boeing, right? Works for Boeing. He's a system analyst or something for Boeing. He doesn't know that he's actually working for one of the most corrupt companies in the world that basically partnered with China to give away a lot of our um, intelligence. intelligence and technology. It's why that Boeing's having so many issues right now. Because Trump, we knew about it. They, they already knew about it. That's why their planes have to be remanufactured because Trump's like, yeah, you, you're not flying those motherfuckers. Because they were those 747s that were crashing or the M, I can't remember what they were called. The, some those flight. planes were going to be used as weapons in the future. And Let's just put it that way. Built by China. With, weren't those built by China? Uh, or with their China had, had access to the controls okay. of, of the autopilot system. So what you see in the news is accurate. They just don't tell you what the whole story. The whole story. They don't tell you that they downed those planes because those planes if needed, would be used as weapons, like on 9-11, they were used, right? Well, if you know that those are going to be used as weapons in the future, you down them. You, you do not allow them to fly until they are remanufactured under supervised production of the chips. 
it's this is so much bigger than people even imagine. All right. And the, the hardest part is now. The hardest part for everyone right now is now because it seems like nobody's doing anything. Like this is all going down. Why isn't Trump just going in there and smashing? When we have the evidence, we have the proof, we've got it, it's all right there. But the mainstream media is not showing it. Why isn't Trump doing something? But that's exposing the mainstream media. Exactly. Right How do you expose a liar? You let them talk. You let them lie their way into a new world. And that's part of the awakening. It isn't that you tell somebody that that the election's rigged. You let them see it play out. Because if Trump, Trump's already saying the election's rigged, the election's rigged, the election's rigged. The mainstream media is saying Trump's, you know, conspiracy theory of the rigged elections and all that. Just keep talking, mainstream media. Just keep talking. Because Trump's sitting back and like, okay. Well, because if he was the one to call him out, then they would say, oh, it's political and he's doing that to cover himself. Which is what they're doing right now. Right. And that's that's all part of it. See, the people need to stop thinking that this is going to be a one-day event. That's not how the real world works, right? Uh, let me put it in general terms. If, if you're in a relationship and you, you plan on breaking up with somebody on Friday. I was right? just thinking like my divorce took over a year. Right, <laughs> right. The day it takes you, a while. The, the day you left your ex-husband, it it wasn't over. No, the day I, I decided and had a little help from the police, I went to the attorney's office and started the process. Right. And then it took over a year. This is the beginning right. of the process. The last four years have been the process of putting in the constitutional governmental structure to prosecute and execute the next phase of it. The next four years is really the key. And for all of the people out there watching this or who will be watching this, Trump has won the election already. No matter what happens, Trump wins. Because this is going to wind up either way. 
in the Supreme Court. And the last four years have structurally put in place the constitutional structure for the legitimacy of this election. That's it. The Senate was the key because that unlocked many doors to the the court system and allowed certain judges to be put in certain places and all that. Now you're going to see, and I'm, I'm telling you now, officially, all hell legally is going to break loose in about six days, five days. Yeah, I can't wait. Right. Because I think the people need Department of Justice okay. is actually going to get involved. And for those of you waiting for arrests, they're coming and they're going to work their way up. Now, here's something else. Where is Hunter Biden? Hiding, hiding Biden. Is he hiding? Or is, is he already picked up? Or is he being hid? Well, so I think when Trump talks, I think when he says, you know, if this had happened on the other side, two years ago, there would have been arrests and they would have gotten 50 years and whatever. So I kind of think that this has already happened, but they're having to play it out for the public to be, Trump loves the people and he doesn't want to cause harm, but the truth has to come out. People have to be awakened, but at the same time, he doesn't want to shock people to where they're, you know, normalcy bias is broken and they have mental breakdowns. So I think that this has been being played out. That's why, you know, Biden's clone or some dude in a mask with Google contact lenses that he's reading stuff is kind of not doing a great job because I think he's already gone too. He's shot. He's shot. Who? Biden. Trump says it all the time. He's shot. He's shot. That's what I think. That's my personal opinion. Hey. <clears throat> Who knows? Uh, Will we know if uh, that is the case? People won't know everything, but they'll know enough. Uh, let's talk about the laptop. Hunter Biden's laptop. How much do you know about the guy who owned the laptop repair? I do not place? know anything about him. Don't know much about no. him, do you? Mm -mm. Um, what if he has a history with the CIA. That would not surprise me at all. Right. What if uh, what if he has an ongoing relationship with the CIA? Well, I thought of this the other day because it was my understanding that Putin handed Trump the hard drive in the soccer ball. No, no, and no, that no, had all the no. information. But then they're coming up with this narrative that Hunter was dumb enough to leave a computer at a. I think I don't. You think understand really that the uh, the CIA has front organizations. Why did Hunter Biden drop that laptop off and then not pick it up? 
Because he was forced to. What if he was never going to pick it up? What if that... That was his way of turning over and making a deal? What what if that's a drop-off? What if that's a CIA drop-off location? So he thought it was safe. Bingo. That was his way to get rid of it. My friends, the CIA, you'd be surprised who is and who isn't ex-CIA. What if the laptop repair shop was a drop-off location for the deep state? For dirty devices. For dirty devices. Bingo. How do you think? You think that the deep state doesn't have technical issues with their deep state devices? You don't think that they have to have somebody fix their stuff? You don't think that the CIA has front companies that do that? My friends, there's a whole nother world out there. You just ain't part of it. All right. Now, Lisa's handsome husband, Charlie, is right back here. Charlie, um, you you were the manager of a large um, uh, new car uh, dealership. Dealership. Could I walk in to your place and know the intricate workings of that dealership just off the street? No. Nope. No way. No way. There, there are things that you know as the general manager that the lady working the counter that welcomes people in she don't know. It's the same thing in the CIA. There are, right, there are supply lines, there are repair lines, there are front companies for the CIA that handle. Think of the CIA as just another corporation. Think of the uh, the laptop repair company as they do they do business with the general public, but they also do business with the CIA. And if if you have a laptop that say you uh, say you upgraded your laptop. Right, say Hunter Biden upgraded to a new laptop. And you needed your last one wiped. Drop it off at the place that wipes CIA laptops. What if that agent or that contractor at the laptop repair, what if he's a good guy? What if he was put in place year, year and a half before? Because like you said, they're not all Bingo. bad guys. And we are having this transition of power. And so 
everyone was asking, why didn't Hunter pick it up? Because he dropped it off. He wasn't planning on picking it up. That's where you drop off the devices at in his area for he's probably been doing this for years for years hunter biden mm -hmm. um somebody should look into it and maybe see if hillary clinton or the clintons have dropped off laptops at that location before Started to put it all together. How did Trump get all this information? How did the deep state, how, 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 how do they have it all? Well, what if you and your CIA group put the right people in at the right drop location? where you don't have to go get the information, they're dropping it off to you. <clears throat> See, the plan's bigger than what people know. And although people won't know all of the moves, when people drop little nuggets, like what if the the laptop repair shop was a drop-off for the bad guys at the CIA? It makes sense now, doesn't it? It makes a lot of sense. But the average person walking into a Subaru dealership would not know how the inner workings of the dealership worked. They just know they walk in, they hand the keys over, and and they don't know where he gets his parts, who he contracts with, and you know who who's working on the car, who's not working on the car. You know, How much money Subaru is kicking in on the backside if you it, deal on the front side. Exactly. Earlier when we were driving here from the airport, I. I laid out one of um, one of the CIA op operations that I know of that has ha happened for years, and it's ran through car rental companies, where when you hop online or 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 you show up or whatever like that. They, especially if you're working for a corporation that has regular travelers accounts, right? They know that, that, you know, usually they travel from here to here, they pick up, they drop off, they do that. If you're running drugs through a rat line of America, why not? pack drugs in rental cars then have everyday average citizens drive those rental cars across the country or wherever transporting drugs because officers 
when they pull people over, they're looking for nervousness. They're looking for anxiety. They're looking for little, little signs that you're lying. Well, if you're driving a rental car that's packed with drugs, but you don't know it's packed with drugs, you get pulled over, you're fine as wine. You're like, oh, hey, how's it going, officer? Yeah, you got as, you know, rental cars, <laughs> drive, drive it like it's rented. You know, the officer's not going to sense anything from you because you as a renter of a car has already been checked out. You have no warrants. You have boom, boom, boom. Rent them this car. Give them this car. Give them this car. And if you're clean as day and you're just a regular businessman with no warrants or no nothing, and and you're driving from here to here, give them this car. You need this car to go to that location. So whoever calls next and needs to go to that location, we're assigning this car to. Yep. So they already have it all planned out. Have 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 you ever picked up a car at a rental company, then all of a sudden they upgrade you? Yes. Or you get a different car and you're like, this isn't what we you get a different car. Oh my gosh. Yep. We'll never be able to rent a car again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Exposing the truth is ugly. Yeah. Right. The underbelly of America is ugly. The swamp We're gonna claim that. is deep. Okay. It is literally deep. I do, I'm dying to ask you a question. Yeah, shoot. So you have taught me a lot about the Lincoln and the true history of a lot of that and how um, he wasn't really free. Well, he was freeing the slaves, but it wasn't the African-Americans. It was all of us from the debt to, um, England, mm -hmm. when he did the Emancipation Proclamation, Trump compares himself to Lincoln all the time. Will Trump be freeing us? Will he be making an Emancipation Proclamation kind of statement? Will he be freeing us from the debt that we're all in now, that we're all really slaves now? Uh, yes. I'm uh, the chat was shut off, which is okay. That's that's all right. Don't worry about it. Happens more frequently than you think. Um, yes, eight. Um, if I remember your question correctly, um, yes, eight. What Trump is going through is is actually almost a carbon copy of what Abraham Lincoln did and went through. Now, unfortunately for Abraham Lincoln, he got shot, right? And that, that event of him getting shot, at the same time, if you look at what else went on at, at the same time, time Abraham Lincoln was shot, there were several other 
groups of individuals that were eliminated, arrested, or not legally arrested, but let's say kidnapped. And, uh, and that's what allowed the, the Illuminati of his time to take over the reconstruction phase after the Civil War. Because the Civil War, if they a, just re-enslaved everyone. Absolutely. Just re it's 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 what we're going through now. Yeah. It's the carbon copy, except instead of transitioning into a maritime corporate structure after the Civil War, we are transitioning into a blockchain corporate structure. It's just a ledger of ownership. Remember that. And that's why the language is so important. Yes. That's the key. You have to understand we're going through the same transition. We're just, instead of using written legal maritime law, we're transitioning into blockchain law which is unchangeable. This is the difference between the, right, the great awakening or, uh, or as the reset yeah. that everyone talks about. The reset of Abraham Lincoln's time was the, uh, the reconstruction phase after the Civil War. That was the reset. We're going through the same thing, except we are, that we are going through the final phase, which is transferring control and transferring the um, the corporate structure into a blockchain corporate structure. It's how I know that Facebook, Twitter, all these government-created entities, which were created by DARPA, remember before, Facebook, there was lifelong. LifeLog was created by DARPA. The day that they canceled the LifeLog project is the day Facebook went live. You have to understand that this has been rolling out. There's a structure of rolling out it's called Agenda 21. It's uh, in the 1940s. It was a pamphlet or a book or a group of pamphlets that originated at the road we are traveling. Prior to that, it was Andrew Pike. Andrew Pike drew out the plan for the progressive movement over the next 50 years. Then in 1947, 
1948, they transitioned from Andrew Pike's plan to the road we are traveling plan. When you say they, are you talking about the good guys or the bad guys? The bad guys. Okay. All right. Now, after World War II, that's whenever the whole um, um, or yes, Lone Alpha Wolf. I'm sorry, Albert Pike. I I, I think I called him Andrew Pike or whatever. But so after World War um, Two is is when there there were patriots that were like, no, no, this is not happening. That's that's why Eisenhower warned us of the military-industrial complex. Well, the military-industrial complex originated off of World War One, right? And that was the military production uh, planning group, or what? Or I can't remember the exact name of it, but. So that's whenever, like um, um, the Nur- the Nuremberg trials and all that, then they started talking about the infiltration of the communists into the government of America. Th- uh, that's what all of the hearings were about. That's what McCarthy was actually talking about. That's why everyone's like, oh, it's a, Trump's another, or uh, or A AG Barr is another McCarthy. Yeah, he's going to be. He is going to be the new McCarthy. That's going to weasel out the communists and the progressives and the globalists. The problem with McCarthy, he didn't go deep enough. He thought it was just, he, they didn't have the technology to take out the whole global structure. Plus, the whole global structure hadn't been built yet. So, and this is what Big Weir actually talks about. All right. To destroy the whole global system the Patriots had to allow some of the global system actually be built so they could destroy it. Because how the globalist system early on in the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s was not collectively put in place yet where it relied on one leg. It had multi-legs at the time. Well, once Russia, or once the USSR was brought down, that kicked out the last leg except America. Only then 
could the whole global structure be taken out from America? Because if they would have taken them out in America, they all they would have done is just roll over and continue at the USSR. All right. So now for the last 30 years, they have been building the financial structure of the global government. So what about China? Is China another leg? Uh, China... No, that's what they were transitioning into. Oh, okay. They're right. already transitioning. Okay. Th that's why in the middle 80s through the 90s, all these corporations were being moved over to China because the last leg was America. So they had to get the production out of America and get it into China and the globalist elite controlled areas so they transitioned with nafta and china and all that transition jobs over well then they had to work on the actual banking structure of the globalist plan the last part is the banking structure and that's what the good guys, the American first movement, that's when they knew they had to strike because they were at their weakest at that point. Because after 2008, that's when the system died. Okay. Right? That's why this when the big crash happened and they just kicked, turned on the QE yep, and kicked yep. it down the road. So that's when they launched the 16 year plan, right? You kill the economy, then you transition it over 16 years into a globalist structure. Anybody who believes the Satoshi Nakamoto Santa Claus fucking story. No. There's a reason that Bitcoin was launched January 3rd, 2009. All right. As soon as the, the Great Recession happened, the economy died. They've had it on life support. They've been using blockchain and Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. They have been using, like they always do, the creative destruction efficiency engine of capitalism to perfect the product that they want to buy into and take over in the future. They launch Bitcoin. They throw it out into the world. People start to build on it. 
they start to create, they start to develop, not knowing that they're actually building and developing and growing the system that if the plan is rolled out, actually locks them in slavery. But what if at a certain time in that rollout, certain people from the good guys get involved in blockchain and Bitcoin and start to manipulate the environment of the cryptocurrency world away from the agenda of the bad guys and move it towards the good guys? Your favorite ex-truck driver in the whole wide world? You have to understand you're living in a world that's already been planned out. And you're living through a battle that's already been planned out. Now we just watch the show. And by watching the show, we'll all become educated. Bingo. The re-education is the show. It's like if you're a teacher and you just want to show a movie during the class, but the movie's got a point. The movie's very, very educational. It's don't sweat what's coming. Don't worry about what's happening. It's already been planned out. It's already over. We've already won. They just haven't. We're dragging it out so that the students have to watch the movie during class. And so they'll pass the class, not leave their mind. It's wonderful. So, at the end of the class, and you've watched the movie, there will be a test. <laughs> I'm just joking. There will be a test. You give me a cheat code. Uh, Jim Flanagan asks, hey, Ben, has Trump been a part of, of this plan? Absolutely. And if you know who Trump is, if you know who his dad is, if you know that Trump's dad was a major player in the John Burke Society. If you know who the John Burke Society is, the John Burke Society was actually created by a group of admirals and generals out of the military under Eisenhower. My friends, it's, it's, there's a world that most of the people live in where they go to work and they have fun and they, they live their life. They look forward to the barbecues every weekend. Then there's the world that the public doesn't see. They may work inside that world and not even know it. It's, it's, 
it's it's um, it's why one of the reasons I tell people buy Bitcoin, buy Litecoin, buy Divi, because it's all transit. Trump's not anti-blockchain. Trump's not even anti-Bitcoin. It's Trump chooses his words wisely. Trump said, I'm not a fan of Bitcoin. All right now, what if what if Trump was talking about Hitler? You think he would have said, I'm not a fan of Hitler? You know? <laughs> no. Trump would have said Hitler was a son of a bitch and you know, freaking murdered a bunch of people. And then the Dems would defend him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What if the Bitcoin was actually a horrible thing that would hurt the people? You think Trump would go, I'm not really a fan of the thing that was created to kill and hurt the people. No. Well, I think he also knows that just like in this voting thing, he had to say stop the count because that way they have to say no, keep counting and that will expose their fraud. But if he had said he supported Bitcoin, then they would all be attacking Bitcoin. So he just said, yeah, I'm not a fan. And what did that do? That brought out some of the greatest minds in blockchain to defend Bitcoin. So it's not Trump saying it. It's these people in blockchain defending it. It's basically social engineering jujitsu. That's what the world runs on. Social engineering jujitsu. Trump is probably one of the best at it ever. Right? And social engineering is not bad. Right? If it's the agenda of the engineers. What what if I'm socially engineering my children to be raised in the belief of Jesus Christ? Is that bad? No. It's the agenda of the engineering. We all engineer each other. We all socially engineer each other. When... (laughs) When you two met, he socially engineered his 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 way into your house. Well, he socially engineered, or you did the yes. engineer. Somebody engineered the situation <laughs> where right where y'all worked out, you know, in into a date, and then you know, hey, what are you doing tonight? Nothing. You want to come over and have some wine? Next thing happens, whatever. It's all engineering. But we don't call it engineering. We call it foreplay or, you know, sweeping her off her feet or flirting or what. It's engineering the psychology of another human being to make you or your agenda attractive to them. That's it. Right? It's just the agenda that matters. That's how Donald Trump sleeps very well every night. Yep. Naked next to Melania. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 as this goes, 
understand that that most of the people watching this never lived in this world of what's going on in the grand scheme of things. That's why so many people, you know, aren't going to understand what they're seeing because they don't know the integral workings of the dealership. Although all they know is they dropped off their car on Tuesday on Thursday, they picked it up and it was fixed. Do they know how the hell it got fixed? Had a clue. But their car runs great. You know? So for some people, it will be like that. Like they, they always oh, say for that a majority of people. You want to know the information's out there, but a lot of people won't want to know. Yes. They'll just be glad it's over. The information will be out there, and books will be written. And documentaries will be made. Will everyone watch that documentary? No. Has everyone, um, everyone right now that's watching this, do you know the complete and utter history of the Civil War? I do. Why? Because I want to. If you want to know what happened with the Great Awakening, you will. You'll be able to. But... Most people won't. Most people aren't going to give a shit. Most people are just going to recognize, holy shit, I'm not paying taxes anymore. Wait a second. And a lot of people will want to find out how it happened. But a lot of people won't. And in 40 years, there's going to be people not give a flying fuck what Bitcoin Ben said. Not give a flying fuck what happened with Trump. Not give, there's people right now couldn't give two shits what happened to JFK. They don't understand the relevance of it. They didn't live through it. Now, we're living through our, our time right now. That doesn't mean people in 40 years are going to give a shit what we went through. Because there's a majority of the people that don't give a shit what JFK went through. That's why every generation's got to fight for their freedom. It's just human nature. It's what we do. This is more significant than just the education. Yes. Yes. This this is going to set the legal structure and, and set it on a solid blockchain foundation that will be harder to corrupt in the future. What we're going through now is just the reaffirmation of the Constitution and updating the system that validates the Constitution. That's it. It's just who controls the definitions of the laws that are put into the blockchain. That's what the war is over. Will it be an originalist interpretation of the constitution that the new blockchain system is built on? Or is it the manipulative and the interpretative rewriting and 
reinterpreting the Constitution and making it an activist document instead of a restraining document into the blockchain. Restraining of government, not yep. the people. That's it. It's 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 just nothing under the sun is new. This is not new. Humans, America, have gone through this before. It just looked differently. They dressed a little different. Humans haven't changed. Men still chase women. Women act like they run. And that's it. Humans fundamentally have not changed because we're, we are cyclical like nature. We just, we update our mistakes or our, um, or our correct choices with newer technology. That's the only difference. We keep fucking up. We just keep on fucking up in different technologies. And then we keep doing it because we forget. Or yes. They want us to forget. Because we forget. Tearing down statues and they want us to forget so that they can re-enslave us. That if, if the bad guys were to win, they would rewrite history and then put that new rewritten history into the education blockchain structure that's being built. Where you don't, where after a generation or two, nobody remembers the truth. They just look to the history books. Well, what if the history books were filled with lies and put on a blockchain where you didn't have to rewrite history anymore? It's in the blockchain. And then your education system, like, oh, I don't know, Common Core, was blockchain. That's why part of Trump's campaign is about um, having our children be proud of the true history of America. Watch the project that he announced. Look for the word blockchain. Look for the word blockchain in the education that Trump announced. Oh yeah, this is all good stuff, yeah. right? So don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry about the election. The American people came out for a huge Trump landslide. Trump won. And tr Trump knows it. Now, and Trump, the night of the election at one o'clock in the morning, he came out and he was disappointed. And I'll tell you why. He wasn't disappointed in the election. He's disappointed that the deep state chose this. He gave them the option of letting him win and just going away without hurting the American people. But that's where they don't care about. They don't care about American the American people. people. That's what Trump was disappointed in. Trump was 
was like, I, I'm disappointed that you're going to make the American people go through what they're going to have to go through now. You son of a bitches, which makes Trump even madder. Oh, progressives, you don't know the fury that Trump is going to come down on you. And not just Trump. We are talking. I was going to say, when you say Trump, you mean the American the First. The American First movement. Yes. If you thought it was going to be bad, making the American people go through what they're now going to have to go through, your ass is toast. You might want to take that pill. Because... Now we are going to bring pain, and it's going to be not quick pain, long, drawn-out pain, because you're, you're going to draw it out. You can end this at any time. You're just choosing to not end it. And although the American people We'll get the shit scared out of them. They'll be okay. The deep state is gonna, they're in deep shit and they know it. And now that they've done this, nope, no mercy. No mercy for the deep state anymore. The hammer's gonna come down and and instead of aiming for your hand, we're aiming for your head. Any other questions? Lots of questions, but we've got a lot to do today. Yes, so we do. Um, we need to get going. But. Everybody, have a great day. Hope you enjoyed the show. And Lone Alpha Wolf, i got to put that up. Hell has no fury like an orange man scorned. <laughs> Absolutely. Everybody, have a great day. And I will be putting this up on Patreon um, and all the usual channels. Everyone have a great day.